Hey there, you are listening to the Umcast, the uncensored mom's podcast. So grab your headphones and settle in. You are now officially a member of the Um Club. Hey, Michelle. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Umcast. I liked it. I had to say it again. Can that be our new uh, a theme song? It can. Hi, Victoria. How art thou? Mm. I'm just fine. I'm just fine. I'm just. Hey, guys. Happy Friday to you. It's Friday. The weekend is so close. Do you live for the weekend? Are we living you know for the weekends? Yes and no. Mostly because, well, yes, usually because that means more family time. And then obviously I don't have to work, which is great. But now Werner's been getting busier with real estate, which equals busy on weekends. With um, open houses and showing houses. So now I'm kind of dreading the weekend a little bit of single parenting. Yeah, that doesn't sound ideal. <laughs> No. I was like, what are we supposed to do when we have three kids? I'm just going to, like, be a mom of three single parenting every weekend? That doesn't sound fun. No, it doesn't. But, yeah, that might be the situation. Cool, though. Bring in them chicks. Maybe I won't be upset as much. (laughs) Kind of balance it out with that money. Money. (laughs) So if the sound, if it sounds like I'm not in the same room as Vicky, you'd be right in that guess. Yeah, and I just want to tell you guys that it has been quite some time since we've done this remote shit, and it is, look, it's just a little bit more difficult. That's just what it it is. It's a little more difficult, but I feel like if we're going to be professional, excuse me, let me rephrase that. As professional <laughs> podcasters, we should know how to record via all avenues. I know. Because well, it's I, what we do. I know. I think that what it's going to take is probably money. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things you can purchase that will make it probably much easier. But because we are inexperienced and uh, cheap, apparently, we do lots of little like hacks to just kind of make it work, and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's less than a uh, hundred. I'll just say that. Burner, bring home that money. <laughs> Keep working we on those weekends. Pod- we got a podcast to record. <laughs> um, so I thought I could kick us off with like a little hoon time story. I like a hoon time story. I'd like I'd like a hoon interview. That's what I'd like. A hoon time podcast. I know it's gonna happen. We're a little bit on better terms now. I'm giving you time. I'm giving you your space. I I feel like I could be in a room with him for an hour now <laughs> and not kill him. Um. But anyway, hoon time. So hoon last time. night I went to Werner's basketball game. He is part of a men's league, Division D or whatever. D for Meaning. dicks. D for no one. <laughs> it's just middle-aged men running around with a basketball. Uh, but um, one of the guys on the team, I know him from back in the day, like high school days. But he was like a few grades older. Like I think he was probably seven years older than me. So he knew more like my older brother. Oh, okay. Anyway, I saw him last night for the first time in very, 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 very long time. 
And he's like, hey. And the first thing he says is like, hey, how's your dad? <laughs> I was like, uh, good? And he's like, he saved my life. He saved my balls. And I said, I'm sorry, what? Specifically yeah, his he balls. Saved, he saved my balls. And I was like, well, I think you're going to need to elaborate on that story. Mm-hmm. So apparently when he was in junior high playing flag football, because we didn't play real football because it was too dangerous, <laughs> so we did flag I support that. football. Um, I do too, thinking back. He got head-butted in his nether region's ball sack and apparently dropped to the floor because one of his balls, like, literally went up into uh, his body. Ouch. And he's, like, laying there, and, I, and my dad was there watching the game, and he was the only, like, semi, you know, health-related person there. I shouldn't say semi. He doctor. Is, you know, a <laughs> the doctor. So he runs out there and he's like, my balls, my balls. And he like couldn't breathe. And so I guess my dad had him like bend forward and he whacked him really hard on somewhere on his back and like it dropped out of his body. And he like went to the doctor after and they were like, I guess that was a good thing. But they were even saying like, you may never have kids. Like apparently his ball feels like. Now, he wasn't telling me this part. Okay, I was like, oh, he really got into this. I found this out from a friend. He's like, here, feel it. Here, feel feel what I mean. It's almost like like a ball of yarn, just like shattered. But he is a dad of two, and he says he has whom to thank. Happy to report he had a family. Yep. Oh, we're getting a caller from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, wonderful. Oh, okay. It's a scam. It's a scam, likely. Oh, you should have answered it again. <laughs> Too late. No, but remember when we called that Coach Christie person? I do. The person like, "Hey, Coach Christie here. If you want to learn how to make ten thousand dollars, they called me again, like three times since." It's because you called them back, and they were like, "We got one." I guess so. We got one. Um, I have a cute little story that I keep thinking about, and um. I've been meaning to talk about it and it's really short, but I, you know, we always just go off on crazy tangents. But when I was uh, visiting our family in mm-hmm. Connecticut, I was pushing the boys on the swings and my um, sister-in-law has two boys and they're about the, you know, they're like at the same age range as Augie and River. So they all play together really well and they're all in the swings. And at one point River and her, his older cousin are, swinging like the exact same, you know, time, like when you just time it and it's like perfectly and they're going together. And, and I go over there to push Augie and they're like, they're, they're married now because they're on the same, they're going the same way or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's great. And then, um, the older one says, can boys marry boys? And I was like, of course they can. And he's like, so girls can marry girls too. I said, of course. It's like, well, if a girl's married girls, they're going to have a ton of babies. And I was like, oh, why? He's like, because they both can get pregnant. And I was like, that's exactly right, buddy. End of story. That's all it was. Just having babies left and right. Yep. That's but I just cute. thought it was cute because, like, they, they thought to ask the question. And then I gave him the answer. And then it was like, oh, yeah, lots of babies. Cool. Anyway, back to swinging. <laughs> that though it made me happy and i bet 
I hope that that's like one of those conversations that like when you're older, you always like remember. I know, right? You remember like, you know? I remember when my Aunt Vicky told me this. But anyway, I felt like it was a really good example of like, if, you know, anything like that ever comes up, all you have to do is just be honest and answer and kids are like, cool, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. And anyone who is an adult right now and thinks differently, it's because their parents reacted in that way. Or because their parents are just like hateful people. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm sure like everyone starts out innocent and not knowing one way or the other. And then stupid parents have to ruin it by infusing their opinions. Adult fears, unfounded fears based on absolutely nothing. So that's my story. It wasn't yesterday, but it did happen. You're welcome. It happened at some point. You're welcome. <laughs> um, we had some co- some questions. Do we want to do yeah, questions? Yeah, let's answer some. Should we answer some questions? Well, you let's know, the first one that questions. the first one that caught my eye was when are we going to do the live show? And I was like, oh, we should we. <laughs> We should talk about that. We should talk about that. Because that's a great question. When are we going to do the live show? We have the same question. It feels I like mean, it's really imminent. Like it yeah, has to happen soon. Right. We were hoping for sometime in October. And it's not necessarily off the table. We just are to find the right venue and like we need it to be the right vibe we don't want it to be rushed we want to make sure it's a great experience all around and maybe we're putting too much pressure on ourselves i don't know i know well that's what i was thinking like maybe we should just say like fuck it and just do it and if it's not perfect and if it's not beautiful and if it's not you know everything that we thought it could possibly ever be in the history of the universe. Right. And then it doesn't matter because it's still like, who cares? Right. It's still people getting together, having a good time and, uh, trying something new that we are both obviously kind of nervous about since we haven't done it. Right. And that's kind of like the thing, like in life, when things come up that are scary and new and like a hundred percent unknown, untouched Mm -hmm. it's like you know you just gotta try it and if it totally bombs then that's okay too we're not gonna die exactly and you'll learn what to do differently and how can you not have fun we'd literally be sitting there talking and drinking together and in a room full of people that we love and love us and it sounds perfect to me it sounds pretty great so stay tuned. We just We're talked ourselves back on. into it. Don't even worry. <laughs> it will happen. Yeah. I can't guarantee when, but it will happen. Yes. Um, oh, I thought an interesting one also was, I want to know your thoughts and opinions mm. on relationships <gasps> with significant age gaps. Yes. This is a fun one. So when I read that, I thought about when I was 20 and I started dating a guy that was 31. And at the time, I was like, oh, my God, this guy is so much older than me. Like, there's no way I'd ever be serious with him. It's just for fun. I'm just going to, like, hang out, have fun, whatever. But, like, he's way old. 
And now that I'm 32, I'm like, oh my god. That's not old at all, but also, if I were to meet a 20-year-old, I'd be like, you are a very young child. Get away from me. <laughs> so, I don't know. 20 and 31 seems like a really big gap. Um, I know someone pretty well. They are married with, they have four kids, and I think they're 15 years difference and I remember when she first started dating him that was what we talked about like it would always come up like how old is he and oh my gosh and but uh you know they've been married for a while now and and now it never comes up you know it's like I think that it it is a thing that people comment on in the beginning just because it's not as common maybe but mm-hmm. you find that in the end, I mean, it really doesn't matter if they're happy. It really do- Honestly, I think once you hit 30, like, age doesn't matter, at least in my experience. Like, I just stopped keeping track, and I stopped counting, and I hang out. Like, I have friends that are 50, 40s, 30s, and it comes, you know, it kind of gets to a place where, like, you can – have conversations about anything and it doesn't matter the age yeah I agree I think that they started dating when she was like 25 so he was probably 40 then I think it's about 14 or 15 years um yeah I mean that would I mean that makes sense why it'd be a conversation right right yeah it doesn't happen now like what about (laughs) Hugh Hefner age and like 25 I mean, I just kind of feel like it's no one's business. Like, like people like, okay, like the the whole thing where like there's someone for everyone. I think that goes Mm -hmm. to like people like different things. And if they're choosing to do that in their life, like there's, okay. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't live your life. The first thing I think about is a wrinkly old penis and what sex is like but yeah I think I think I go more to like the wrinkly butt like a saggy butt like a saggy thin Thin little flaps (laughs) (laughs) like I think like the penis is probably hard regardless you know like of age I mean I don't know but Viagra yeah right right like if, if you're having sex then it's like working from some source and it's, you know, that's probably not, but like, yeah, like the whole, like the shoulders maybe with the thin skin and like, but I think we're getting a little out of control here. I don't think we're talking about like 80, <laughs> 85 year old men. I mean, that's fine if we are, but like, you know, 25 to 40, I don't think, um, is really all that strange now. Plus, okay. What? I was going to say. Even if you're, you know, like, I always felt like at 20, I was, I felt more mature than a lot of 20-year-olds that I knew. Looking back now, I probably wasn't. But anyway, like, I, you know, like, some people are, quote-unquote, more mature in their age, you know? And, like, if you mesh with the person, you mesh with the person. Yeah, definitely. What about if it's, like, a, a younger dude and an older woman? Same. Like a Demi Moore, Ashton Kutcher sitch? 
I guess, though. I yeah, I guess. Except that most people don't look like Demi Moore when they're <laughs> her age. <laughs> That's true. She's beautiful. Um, I mean, I I personally am not attracted to younger. I never, I never have been attracted to people that were younger than me. What about like Zac uh-huh. Efron? I think he's my age. Oh. <laughs> but if he were younger. <laughs> he seems so young to me. If he were younger, then I'd just say, like, you're really young. Like, you'd be fun and cute to hang out with. But, like, especially guys. I don't know. I just have this thought that, like, they need to be well into their 30s to just live a little more. Okay. But I feel like if, if we were single right now and there was, like, this really, like, cute and beautiful and, like, athletic, like, fit 21 year old like you know and he was like no I think you're really hot I don't know I'd be like well okay <laughs> let's let's uh okay. see where this goes sure, like, I probably wouldn't like I mean maybe eventually you fall in love but I wouldn't do it like thinking it would be a relationship I would just do it for fun right sure like have fun oh this like young well, I don't know that sounds weird too but like no, yeah, it'd be super flattering and... and like, energetic, like, excited, sure. easy, like, excited to please young, mm-hmm. hot kid. Uh, not kid, we're not going to get gross no, here, no. but, like, I think of them as kids, like, 21-year-olds, but... <laughs> I don't college know. kid, how about that? College kid. I don't know, it'd be pretty, uh... Doesn't sound like the worst about, thing in the world. About just graduated college kid. I feel like college kid's still like, what? You are a baby. I Even college kids, I don't know. If they're, like, legal and they're hot. <laughs> okay, like, 19 years old legal? Sure. Like, I can't drink, Vicky, but I want to take you <laughs> Will out. you buy me beer? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, yes, when you say that, it's not sexy at all. But, I don't know. Crazier things. I, I was in a club once. And, you know, at the time I thought, oh, this young kid, like, I'm just giving him the night of his life. (laughs) Um, But I was literally 24, so, and he was 21, so we were not that far apart. But I felt like he was such a baby, and I don't know why. Yeah. All, yeah, anytime a guy's younger, I'm just like. Yeah. I don't know. I I thought he was, actually, yeah, that's that's only three years, so. I (laughs) You're ninety-nine older woman. I kind of was okay. We, I, he was this cute little blonde boy, and it was his twenty-first birthday, and he had a table like bottle service and stuff, and so you know that's where you want to be. And so we made friends, and we stayed there all night, and we got free drinks all night, and there is lots of video and photographic evidence of me on top of him making out literally all night long. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only time I've been invited into someone's bottle service was just by, like, older, gross guys <laughs> in Vegas. That I'm like, me and my friends are like, hi, let's get free drinks. Like, we'll just flirt a little and dance a little and, and then we'll leave. That's it. Nothing exciting. Yeah. Well, that's fair. I'm mm-hmm. sure they enjoyed your company. Unless they I bet just they be, wish they could have enjoyed it a little more. I bet they do. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't think, I think age ain't nothing but a number. That's what I think. I agree. I agree. Um, there was another one. 
and it said bonus mom here. Anyone out here sharing their bonus parent or co-parenting experiences? And I was like, what's a bonus mom? A stepmom. A stepmom, yeah. I like that. I have never seen or heard that phrase or that way of putting it before, and I think that's super cute. That is super cute, and I hope that some of our listeners can, like, post. We'll post. When this episode comes out, we'll post one specifically about that you guys can chime in. My only experience with a stepmother is that she's a biznatch. So, you know, <laughs> just be nice and, like, respectful of the kid's relationship with their biological mother. And also respectful of the relationship that the mom and your husband have in that they will always be joined by the children mm-hmm. and that there's nothing to be by with that and um Ooh, another call you know and just that's that's what I wish my experience was as a as someone who has a stepmother yeah I have a friend who um has to share like you know co-parent or share custody of her daughter with her ex and his girlfriend and it is very problematic. It's, mm. And I and I think I mean I don't I think that the dad pro- the ex is probably not very um, assertive in like the things that you know the way it should be. Like if she said you know can we please keep it this way, he probably wouldn't enforce it because he doesn't care enough maybe. And mm-hmm. the girlfriend is like vindictive to the core, so she's always just trying to get away with things and and kind of sabotage weekends and and just just it's Mm. very spiteful and she'll tell me stories and I just don't know how she even I mean it just sounds like fuck man that would be so hard so I hope that in any situation where it is like that that like the ideal is that all the parents can just come together for the sake of the kids if nothing else yeah I mean when you hear about like divorce and divorce going bad and like why kids you know have negative effects from divorce it's I think a lot has to do with that is like the parents can't just come together as parents and they show all the ugly sides to the kids and like that's that's just not fair to them that sucks yeah I like the idea of gaining a kid and not having to be pregnant (laughs) yeah I could appreciate that I know. I always love seeing, like, and I'm sure I've only seen this in movies, of just, like, the, the cool, like, stepmom-kid relationship. And that, like, they're like, where did I see? Oh, my God. Okay, this That's is embarrassing. <laughs> you know the movie Despicable Me? <laughs> I do. She's not a stepmom because they're orphans. But he marries Gru who adopted the girls. She comes in later. She comes in later and is like, I want to be a good mom. Like I want them to like me. And at the end of the movie, they like call her mom and she like, is just so happy with that and sweet. And so that's my (laughs) correlation with this question of cartoon. (laughs) So that's your really sage advice. Be like the chick in despicable me. All right. And all will be well. Uh, someone else just asked right now, hmm. is the live show going to be on a Saturday? Because I'm considering flying in from Sacramento. Well, I appreciate the commitment 
And it may be, you know, we just have to try and figure it out. It's, I would like it to be on a Saturday in a perfect world. It might be be on a Sunday. But we'll see. But now that we've heard some feedback on preference of day, we'll try and make it happen on a Saturday. Yeah. And um, please do fly in. That would make us feel super special. Um, there was one other one. Um, it was about kind of like how we've been talking a lot about like nothing really matters <laughs> and not giving a fuck about things. Um, this person writes in and says that um, they're also feeling that way, but that they're trying to get the balls to speak it. I am miserable at my job and I need to quit, but my family depends on my paycheck. I've been looking in, I've been looking for other things. I'm, I guess that's what she says, but no luck. I want or need to pull the trigger, but so torn. Do you have any advice? My first thought is maybe finding where you can downsize so that your, um, expenses can be, you know, diminished a little and, if there are ways like that you can cut the stuff that you have to be responsible for even, you know, a little bit to where it might be hard, but it would be more doable. Um, I think it's probably worth examining because if every day you hate your job and every day you dread it and that kind of energy, that negative energy and that stress that it's, you know, causing you does inadvertently affect your family. I mean, 100%. And And when you are going to your job 40 hours a week, that is like a huge part of your life. And like when talking before about nothing matters and like, just imagine you're like in outer space looking at the earth and how tiny the earth is and how even tinier we are and how even tinier are just daily lives are like it does no time to waste on like hating your job like change it make it happen put it out there in the universe you're gonna change it and make it happen yeah like write it out like I mean and I you know hopefully your um, partner is supportive but like I think just taking those feelings seriously and knowing that you know by changing that job it will make your life so much better even if you have to live in a smaller house or you have to have an older car um a lot of times like I had a a brand new uh Toyota at some point and I wanted to downsize I wanted to get an older car I wanted to have a smaller payment and so I put it on Craigslist I sold it in a few days and I went and bought an old $5,000 car and I have never been happy. I had never been happier. Like I was just so, I felt so at peace with that decision because it was less to carry and it was this fun little car that I chose all of my own. And it was just like this intentional choice that I had made to change the way I felt about my life. And that's just a tiny thing, but Mm -hmm. it really made a huge difference, you know? And um, I think taking a chance is, is always worth it. Totally. And like, but you just even putting that question out there is a great sign and it's a step in the right direction. And I remember when I was in San Francisco 
and I was working at a pottery barn, corporate. Anyway, I was so miserable. I was only there for three months, and I would come home and cry because I hated it there. No one was nice to me. Like it was, I didn't know anyone else in the city, and so I'd come home and cry to Werner. And then it was just finally like, well, why am I like? Then I stopped. Then I need to stop. Like, there's no point in doing this every day. Yes, we needed the money, but like, money will you'll figure it out. You'll make it work. No, definitely. I mean, it just it like when I start thinking about all of the things that I spend on really things I don't need, you know, and I start taking those away, they start to add up really quickly. And then I'm Mm -hmm. like, wait a second, like, I don't even need to worry about these things. Like I can just, you know, stop my cable or stop my, you know, Mm -hmm. home alarm system or my food delivery system or whatever the stupid things that I'm spending all this money on just because it's there. And it's like what everyone does. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it, it it really is all about um, your personal, like health, your emotional health, that is worth yeah. more than any and than anything. Exactly. Ask yourself, like, what's the most important thing? Should be your happiness, and what's in the way of of you getting there? Yeah, and, and yeah, I would it's even kind like of surprising how much how little you can live on. Oh, totally. And I and I also think like writing out like exactly what it is about your job that you don't like and maybe even writing the things that you do like and maybe there's even a place you know in your position that you know can open up or change to make that better in the in the current you know situation Mm -hmm. and then in the meantime you keep making that list of things that you want to be doing what do you genuinely like what can you get away with? What does that mean? What other things you have to do to get yourself to this place to have a job that you want? Whatever that is, you know, go in that direction, even if it's just a little bit, even if it's just like baby steps all the time, because even that one little change will lead to another change, will lead to another change, and you'll just start to feel all the weight lifting. Yeah. Just by you taking the baby steps is going to change your happiness yeah. significantly. I yeah. Think. And if you, and if there's someone at work that you can even voice the honesty to, like, I'm, you know, I'm drowning here and I'm just, I am trying to make it work, but like, can we adjust this? You know, like, I think yeah. that maybe we underestimate, uh, how much power we have, how much, totally. um, you know, um, power we have over our over our own happiness and I think that um it's always a good idea to at least try to reclaim that and to really steer your own life I mean I quit Mm -hmm. so many jobs because I was miserable Mm -hmm. and the second I did it I just felt I just felt so much better you know and and I'm the relief like the relief of that job and the happiness that brought outweighed any stress of where am I going to find my next job or what about bills? Like it was just so much better to be free from that stress. Yeah. Than the other ones. Yeah. I think that we can just live with less. We have more control than we think. And, um, doing what may, what, you know, what gives you that emotional health, um, is worth it. So Boom. that's what we think. <laughs> Boom. Next question. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? 
Um, how often do you and Brian go on intentional date night? Mm, not enough. Not enough. I was, I mean, um, you know, lo- that's some deep breathing there. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> what? Um, I was looking at Love Taza's Instagram, and I I feel like they make a pretty good intentional dating effort over there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, every time I see them go on a date, which is, it seems like every week or at least maybe every other week or something. And I'm just like, and they have five kids and I'm just like, why am I not doing that? I personally feel guilty when I want a date night, like asking people to watch my kids. I should probably just pay someone to watch my kids. Yeah. That'll take that guilt away. Yeah. But um, I, fi- I think that's my biggest reason for not doing it is I'm just like, ugh, to find a babysitter and then I have to like, mm-hmm. I feel bad asking people. So what about you? Yeah. No, it was, just, it's the same struggle of like, uh, 15 bucks an hour. Like my kids are sleeping and they're just, I'm paying someone to like sit on the couch and like, if I'm gone for three, four hours, it's like 60 bucks yeah. plus whatever activity you do in dinner. But then like, honestly, it got to a point where we, it's just like, go, 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 like in the thick of parenting, in the thick of working, just like day in, day out, end up sitting on the couch watching a show and then like go to bed. And it's like, so finally Werner's like, I don't care how much it costs. Like we're investing in us. And I've heard from too many of my clients who are divorcing that like date night, date night, date nights, do not stop the date night. That's where it's going to go wrong. That's where we went wrong. And like, you have to remember to put you guys first. Yeah. So we started, I mean, like last night I went to the basketball game and like we had to pay $45 for a babysitter, but we got to go like have a drink beforehand. And then I got to watch him play. And, you know, I think it's just like as tired as you are or as much as you don't want to inconvenience someone, you always feel so much better afterwards and like so much more connected after. Yeah. I think, I think you're so right. I think making that time to do that, um, is always worth it. So I should be better about it. I think that the moral of the story is that we should stand up for ourselves. We should do what feels right. We should seek out all of that happiness and goodness and love and, um, Nothing. And that, you know, and make time for yourself and make time for yourself and make time for you and your partner. Yeah, definitely. I just feel like life just keeps going by like time just keeps going on. It's not going to stop. And it's fucking Christmas tomorrow. And like, if we don't just like take control of our days and like set out to do what we want to do, we're going to wake up 30 years from now and be like, what did I just do with my life? Why was I stuck in this nine to five job every day that I hated? Oh, totally. Yeah. You only get one life to take those vacations. Right. You only get one life. Yeah. Gotta try and just say, fuck it all. Fuck y'all. Well, no, not fuck (laughs) y'all. like fuck it you know fuck it fuck it fuck it <laughs> just fuck it yours is like a sexy valley girl fuck it fuck it you do you girl yeah girl okay um i just want to say we love have been having so many awesome people 
Oh my God, that breathing, Michelle. Are you sure? <laughs> it's like, it is aggressive. This Skyping stuff. It's thing. like, I can't uh, even do it. I can't I even recreate that. it. I can't recreate it. Oh, okay. Um, I apologize for my heavy breathing. I'm intensely listening I'm, to you. <laughs> I'm masturbating over here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Shit. Oh, so many awesome people have been posting um, about us in their stories. And I just want to say thank you. We love that so much. So if you feel like, ooh, is it so weird for me to post this in my Instagram stories? Like, am I going to look like a stalker? Answer, no, it's not weird. It's super cool. And we love you for it. So thank you so much. Yes. Keep it up. We've had a lot of new followers join the Um Club this week. So hello to you all and welcome. And we're so happy to have you here listening. And thank you again for sharing with all of your friends. Yes. Keep it up and have a lovely, lovely weekend if you think that we're stopping this recording without saying what we're loving Fuck. <laughs> totally forgot we oh, gotta get the hang of this um not being together thing it's very alarming to my system i know i agree it's hard it's harder to like connect connect and like flow mm-hmm. so all y'all listening if you're like I don't like this one as much. <laughs> don't worry. We get it. We're going to be together next week. It's fine. We totally agree. And <laughs> <laughs> We agree. Um, okay. My thing I'm loving is actually another show. Okay. And it's with Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. And it just came out this week on Amazon Prime. And it's called Forever. And, I, and we binge watched all eight episodes of season one. Oh, wow. And it was actually really good. It's like, it's different. It's, um, yeah, it's different, but it's good, clearly, because we just went through all eight of them. I saw a trailer for it, and I was, like, immediately hooked. It was the the one where they're like, he's like, look what I, I went to the, I went to buy a new fishing pole, and look what I got. You got that calendar for free? Yeah, it's totally free. And then the whole thing happens, <laughs> yeah. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, and they're both hilarious. So you should watch it. It's called Forever? Forever. Forever. Um, so I sometimes make notes about things that I'm loving in my phone when I think about it. And then I look back and, you know, try and remember that I did that. And then I talk about it. But um, so all of the ones on my list I've already talked about. But there is one on here. And so I'm just going to say it because I wrote it down and apparently at some point I thought it was really worth mentioning. <laughs> um, so Dorothy Parker is, was a writer, like a poet, a little like, she made funny little thoughts and sonnets and writings. And anyway, she, she and I share a birthday. She's been dead for a really long time. But um, her quote, one of her, she has many, many um, things that you can like quote and cite, but one of them that I thought kind of related to something we've talked about here about me talking to myself and how mm-hmm. you think I'm as you know off my rocker and that no one else mm-hmm. does it. Her mm-hmm. quote on this is, "Of course I talk to myself. I like a good speaker, and I appreciate an intelligent audience." Ooh, I like that. She's super snarky and super witty and. 
look, look her up. Buy a book by Dorothy Parker. Quote Dorothy Parker to your friends. Whatever. That's my story. That's what I'm loving. I love it. Thanks. Thanks for reminding us to do that because I was not prepared. That's cool. Next week, we're going to be so on it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We're not going to have any recording snafus. I like how that word is, like, officially part of your vernacular now. I know. I never said it until, like, we mentioned it on the podcast, and now it's, like, snafu this, snafu that. So many snafus. Snafany snafs. Hey, guys, have a lovely weekend. Yeah, now you can have a nice weekend. You couldn't before. We weren't ready. Now, now, you can have a good weekend and uh, do some self-care. And also, can we stop reminding everyone how many Saturdays are left till Christmas? I just can't. Who's doing that? Just everyone posting, there's only eight more Saturdays till Christmas. I don't know if there's actually eight, but... Oh, really quickly, can I just complain about something kind of in that same vein? Mm-hmm. When people say things like, uh, two more sleeps till blah, blah. Five more sleeps. No. Mm-mm. Can we stop saying that? I would appreciate it. <laughs> Would make me happy. Who's, like in what? Who says that? All to over kids? the place. Do they say that? No, like adults. Like oh. twenty more sleeps till vacation. Like no, <laughs> maybe just not. I don't know. How about just no? That's it. I'll see you guys in six more sleeps. Gross. That's so gross. You're gross. <laughs> okay, we love you. We'll see you on the flip side. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.